This November, make home security your priority. Never miss a thing with the ring alarm, video doorbells, and cameras. Check out Ring's Black Friday deals and save up to 2,000 Rand on selected devices. See, hear, and talk to visitors right from your phone, tablet, or PC from anywhere. Ring's Black Friday deals are available on Take-A-Lot, Vodacom, and Incredible Connections. This Black Friday, keep an eye on what's most valuable to you. Because with Ring, you're always home. Visit ring.com. Hello, Wisdom and Wellness family. Welcome to a special episode. Although I feel like I say this with every episode, <laughs> but every episode genuinely feels special. So a few weeks back, we went and we asked, who would you like to see come on uh, the Wisdom and Wellness pod- podcast? And a lot of you said, we would like to see some Wisdom and Wellness OGs come and share their journey. And I was like, okay, not a bad idea. We have so many, but... Uh, I'm not choosing. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to explain how we got to these people. Good so let me not that. even try. So today we've got Ntavi saying and Yvonne. Um, I'll start with Ntavi saying she is the brains behind a, de- a design agency called IL Designs, which offers marketing solutions. She's a web developer, a designer, and a YouTuber. All right? Of course. Yes. yes. And then we've got Yvonne, who's an admitted attorney. Boop, boop. Works. <laughs> As an in-house counselor, a recipient of Mail and Guardian, top 50 powerful women in 2023, and runs a project called Employment Wednesday, which is all about developing you. She's the girl who'll tell you, get up, it's not a holiday, go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to start with some icebreakers. <laughs> okay, I'll start with you in terms of saying, what okay. does a perfect day in your life look like? Who? A perfect day? Yeah. Definitely taking all my tasks okay. for the day. Okay. I mean, from gym, yeah. from eating right, yeah. to journaling. Okay. Sometimes it's hard to journal in the morning yeah. because you're rushing to work. That and yeah, definitely completing my task as, at work as well. I think I think that's that for me. What does a perfect day in your life look like? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to giggle a lot. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my perfect day, firstly, is a cup of coffee in the uh-huh. morning. Yes, girl. And now because we do it October, and besides do it October, after I live, a hun- live up to 100, I'm in the walking thing. If I don't walk, I don't feel okay. I, I like, get it. Like it feels a bit awkward. Yeah. So I do my walks. After my walks, I, I, I buy myself a cup of coffee and then I get back home and then I do like I try to drag people on social media like, hey, I hope you've read your employment contract, <laughs> you know. And um, yeah, knowing that uh, I'm well rested and knowing that I've had my cup of coffee and I've moved my body. That's a perfect day. And also talking like in the morning, I talk to my sister a lot. Like yeah. we send each other voice notes or sometimes we'll call for like 30 minutes. Yeah. We laugh at nothing and then the day is perfect. It's perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree on the coffee part. I feel like I was away and where I was, there was like no coffee shops. <laughs> I was just like, I mess. Like what kind of day is this? Like it's not cute. And then I tried to have like this other coffee they had. Then I was just like, you know what? It's better to not have coffee than at to all. have like bad coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Top three items items on your bucket list okay i just did one the other day yeah <laughs> how was it did you do the swing or did you do the the, the, the zip lining I, I did the swing i did the zip lining the zip oh. lining was like yeah that's cherry on top yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was amazing. Okay. I must say, it was amazing. So two other things on my bucket. Hey, guys, 
I want to go to Europe. Okay. So one of my cousins um, got a great opportunity that side. So there's something exciting about creativity that side. Yeah. So I want to go and explore that. Okay. That's what I want to do. Like live there or just like go and see no, and no, come no. back? No, I don't want to leave there. Not okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I might relocate. Who knows? After coming back. Okay. So the other one, I would like to go on an island. Like for a month. Just yeah. be on an island. Yeah. Okay. I want to try that. And do what? <laughs> do nothing. For a read month. 30 days. Yes. Yeah. If I've mm. got the money, then I'm, it's fine. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, after seven days, I'm just like, <laughs> no. trying to go home, y'all. <laughs> I really want to do that. Okay. One, three. What's on your top three items on your bucket list? Um, top three. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, I also did Soweto Towers at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. in January. Initially, I wanted to do Cape Town, which is like the biggest we have in yeah. Africa. Yeah. But I was like, yo, let me Let's try Soweto Towers. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I want to do Cape Town okay. soon. And then also, I would like to travel. Um, there's this big thing that I applied for, like it's called Diali. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that they accept me. Then I'll be gone to the US for like six weeks for what, like what's Yali? leadership. Um, Nelson Mandela Washington scholarship. Oh um, yes. Yeah. So if I get in, then it means that I'll be there, like you know, being taught on leadership, governance, you know, that type of stuff. And then also, I'd want to go on a solo trip. Like, I'm afraid, though, but a solo trip overseas, like, just by myself. <laughs> I don't, I'm thinking it's far, but I think I'd want to experience that thing that there's no codependency, yeah. you know, where I'm like, anyway, I'm going to call my sister, she's yeah. going to come pick me up. You know, that whole thing of just do stuff by yourself, yeah. knowing that. But you're single, though. I don't know why it's hard, because I tried a solo mm -hmm. trip um, a few years ago. Um, like two, three years ago, but I first started in Cape Town. After one day, I was just like, I'm coming home. Uh, I was just like, but I think it's also like a growth thing and yeah. everything. I think, I definitely think now, like I can like try mm -hmm. again, but then I was just like, mm, it does <laughs> not feel like it, my friend. And I think my problem with the whole solo thing, I want to do a complete solo because I've, I've done a couple of solo dates, ne? Okay. but I've realized that I end up being on my phone. I end yes. up being with other people. Other people mm -hmm. Socially. Yeah, 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 yeah socially, yeah. but I I want to do something like I saw you guys did Bali like yeah, yeah. you know go somewhere where I can center myself spiritually and just you know <laughs> by yourself like... yeah yeah guys yeah. yeah we'll try it out okay yeah. which song can you start from first from start to finish yo uh, uh. <laughs> nothing no it has wow. to be I know a way maker by really? yeah and when she does the talk do it does she do talking in the song no no, no, she does talking when she performs. Okay, not, not but on, on the, the song. Okay, no. so on the song, you know, yes. all the lyrics, yes. every yes. corner of yes. the song. Okay, Waymaker. Yes. Tabby, come on, you have to have a Okay, something one. that comes to mind now is Uyinkosi Yamakosi. I don't tell us about I'm, it long. I'm telling you because this is the song that I used to <laughs> okay, sing you when I was young. <laughs> no, when I was young, we would sing to the song. Okay. So that's the first that's thing. That's the first song. <laughs> you guys are they're so saved. Yo. <laughs> I mean, I can sing Iplan. From start to Okay, last question. Is there a celebrity okay. that you think you look like or have been told you look like? I've been told that I've got similarities. I don't know if you guys know her, Jackie Afia. You don't know her. Uh -uh. But also, I've had that uh, also Viola Davis. I can see Viola extent. Davis, yes. I've also had Gugu Kumete Mamlamp. Yes, 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 I yes. can see that. Okay, okay, okay. 
Okay. Quite enough. I can, I, agree. I can agree with those people. Yeah. No one. Not even one. Not even one. <laughs> you can't even think of someone. Mm-mm. Tell Let's us see. who you think. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. No okay, who do you guys think I... I mean... I feel like you change a lot. I do. Like, <laughs> that's the hairstyle I have in your face. <laughs> I feel like you change a lot. Not in features, yeah. but also somebody said it. I wanted to say it, but they said it first that you 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 feel like you're in your Michelle Obama era. What? Do I look like Michelle Obama? No, not oh, in looks. Oh, like feel. like the feel. Okay. I can't put your Apparently your face I, to anyone. I've but... heard Cardi B. Oh Ooh, yes, the eyes. Actually, yes, yes, I yes. don't see it, but I've heard Cardi B. I feel eyes. like this part. Yes, yeah. Guys, you guys look at people. <laughs> Cardi B, and then with the short curly hair, apparently Sarah Jakes. But I don't think I look like her. I just think the style reminds people. You see of the her. the whole thing that you you had. I yeah, think, like the bob. Kind yes, of the, yeah. that bob. Yeah, I think you look like her. On certain, you know the the whole certain pictures. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, now yes. a lot of people. Okay, I think you look like Nonto on some oh, yeah. photos. No, no, no. I look not nice. all, the all the time. No, we look like we all the time. We look. But like I feel like there's also certain photos that are like, oh my god, they look like twins. twins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, let's get into <laughs> the conversation, and I think I just want to get to know you guys a little better. Um, just who are you? Who is Ntabi? Who is Yvonne? Tell us about your your upbringing. I know you're from uh, Zimbabwe. Yes. You grew up there, right? Yes. Grew up okay, there. not foodie. Okay. Like a portion of my life. Okay. Tell yeah. us about it. Well, um, I grew up in my grandmom's house. Mm-hmm. It was quite a, a big house. Grew up with my cousins. It was like, I think, eight, seven of us. Like people or kids? Okay, it was my grandmom. We had a helper. And then one of my cousins, my other cousin, my other cousin myself and then my mom Nane, who had two kids it was so a lot of ten people in one house yeah <laughs> yes um yeah so um i grew up there and then not a, for a long time i think I, I grew up there until i was six years yeah and then i moved to south africa oh, okay yes. okay then i moved to south africa then i did like most of all my schooling here but um the time that i was in zim i actually enjoyed it i come from a, a very big family yeah um but you know when you you come from a very big family there's always squabbles and stuff yeah. right but also one thing that i've learned from how i was raised and the the how big my family is is that when it's all said and done all you will ever have is it's family, family. Yeah. yeah and um like one of the beautiful things about my family is that in all the squabbles you know like you would have the aunties fight and all of that but if anyone was to have some sort of trouble, we they're all coming to rescue you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they will rescue you fighting. Yeah. They will rescue you shouting. But they're all going to come and rescue you. And I mean, I grew up as a... I was quite shy. Like, if if, if you ask my dad um, the type of child I am, he'll tell you that I'm I'm shy because... Um, so, like, um, I'm Okay. You know, because my voice was just Poor. loud, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's hosty and stuff. Yeah? So sometimes I'd have to be quiet so that I don't feel like I'm talking too uh, much or have 
but oh so it's not that so it's not that you're shy it's just you're just like it's just better to just keep quiet yes. yeah but also um those people like even in general right like my grandmom was quite strict right like yeah you know you had to sit down yeah, you can't um interfere in adults conversations you only speak when asked yeah. you can't have an opinion on things that you're not asked about right but one thing also uh, like i learned with the type of family that i grew up in was to stand up for myself yeah. in, in the quietness tell you guys a funny story right we like we had this neighbor like right now my my cousin was here like um her and that neighbor now best is but growing up there was this huge fight because it stemmed from how the neighbor's little sister hit me oh, right okay she hit me went back home crying ne? and then i'm like crying i'm like this god did this and then my sisters were like listen you're going to get out there you're going to prepare the hottest slap of your life and you're going to slap her back. Oh my God. <laughs> and if anything happens, we are going to enter the fight. So, okay, okay, we are in the fight. And I'm nervous, I'm like, oh. but I'm crying also because she hit me first. Yeah, yeah. When she passed Ngambamba from the back. And then after that, she fetched her sister. Oh, gosh. And then I fetched my sister. So it was a whole it was a big squabble. thing, right? <laughs> but for me, the turning point of that moment, right? Yeah. And as much as I don't promote fighting or anything like that, right? But the turning point was that it's important to stand up for yourself. For yourself, yeah. You know, yeah. and I've been constantly taught that I need to face life issues head on. Yeah. Yes, I'm always going to have home to run to. Yeah. But, but sometimes the... these things that I need to look at and face. Yeah. You know, whether they're uncomfortable, whether they're comfortable, but it's important that I face stuff head on. Sure. Yeah, but it was always fun, man. Christmas would like my 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 grandmother had this her lounge was very huge. Yeah. We all slept there on Christmas. We used to wear same clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the mechi, whole family mechi, thing thing. You know, it was yeah. it was very fun. Amazing. You know, and we'll have I'm a cosol. In the butternut. Yes. <laughs> Beetroot. Dimtabi, tell us about your your upbringing. I know you shared, I think you shared on your Instagram how you used to be, um, it was actually so touching, like you used to be ashamed that um, you grew up in a shack to a mm -hmm. point where you lied about um, my home. Your home, mm -hmm. yeah. I would point someone else's house and sure. say, that's my home. Okay, so I'm originally from Northwest Muff Town. Mm. So that's where I'm from. I went to school there and my entire childhood, I was in Mafi Gang. I went to a village school. So, so there was this time where I started calling myself a village girl. Yeah. And I think I liked that because I needed to heal that little girl in me and also help the village, the village the girls village around. Girls, because yeah. mm -hmm. I think, you know, in a village, there are a lot of people that stay in shacks. Yeah. And sure. it's it's not a pleasant, you know, experience. Yeah. It's not at all. Yeah. And I could see how some react. To their situations so that's where i grew up but i think the biggest thing about my journey is that i'm so grateful yeah i'm like i don't even i wouldn't have had it any other way because i think there was a point where like i would say okay this is this is what used to happen in a shag it's cold i have to study Mets was dribbling me mm -hmm. by the way <laughs> 
I have to study. And we have like a mini lounge. It's, it's not, you know, and you can't sit there because when it's too cold at night, like you're cold. Yeah. So I would try study in my bed, you know. And every now and again, I would touch the, you know, the shack. The like, The zenge. And mm. it's, it's cold. Yeah. You know, and I was like, you know, how I wish I could just hit a wall. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. like weird as it is that like, why would you want to hit the wall? But for me, it was like, I would love to have a home. And I said to God, please help me to be the change I wish to see in my mm-hmm. home. Mm. and. From then on, I started having vision boards. Sure. So obviously primary, <laughs> let me let me not talk about primary. High school, there were times where I would go walk from my school to town because my school was about 30 kilometers away. I would use a bus. But when I get to school, I have to get a taxi to town so that I can catch a bus. Sometimes I don't have that money for taxi so i would have to walk 30 kilometers no 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 not the 30 kilometers walk about like an hour okay sure probably 20 or so yeah like an hour so i would have to walk um to town and sometimes it was sad because you know when you feel like you are ashamed yeah like it's so no you know that's how i felt sometimes you know but i I'm grateful for that because yeah. it it really helped me to transform my I family. Know, I want to know, when did you realize, mm-hmm. because I mean, I think we all grow up in homes and that's all you know, right? Like yeah. we, I didn't grow up in a shack, but we grew up in a very small house. Like when I think mm-hmm. about it now and I'm yeah, like, right. yeah. yeah, like it was a very, very small house, sure. but we were, it's all we knew and we were happy and we were fine until mm. you kind of. See other, other people's, people's houses. Like, oh, okay. But sure. when did you realize that um, I wish I could touch a wall instead of a shack? If that's all, like you knew, if that's what, if those were your surroundings. Okay. There was this one day. Um, it was ha- raining heavily, and we used to have this big tree outside our house. And what happened that evening? My dad wasn't around. Mm-hmm. It was just me, my mom. And my siblings, my older brother stayed in Rustemirk with my aunt. And it was windy. But, you know, God works in mysterious ways. It was windy. That tree fell. And it was a big tree. And in our house, you could see Amazenke, like, going up. And you can mm. see outside. Sure. And obviously, we have to, like, take buckets, put you know, next to TVs, you know, electronics, stuff that will get damaged and all of that. But we were doing it with, like, out of fear mm. because you're like, what if, mm. you know, the next thing, it goes it off. flies off, yeah. Our dad is not here. Yeah. So that moment for me was when I realized that this is not this it. This is not it. And, of course, I've got, you know, cousins. Yeah. And when I visit them, they stay in homes. And oh. when we go there during holidays sometimes you just want to go there because you know they have a nice house mm-hmm. a nice it's tv you know yeah. so yeah i think sure. that was the turning point for me sure yeah. yvonne let me come to you i asked this question in a previous conversation and i think it's one of the questions i want to continue asking what has been a blessing in disguise in your life like you know there's things we go through and losses and hurts and 
all sorts of things where in the moment it's just like, yo, why me? Um, why like this? This is not how it's supposed to be. Or why didn't I get this opportunity? Or why are things not working out? Why am I not married? Whatever the question is. But then you look now and you think, wow, what a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Well, I've got two significant um, points in my life, right? Um, one was when I got terribly bent, like on my legs. I couldn't walk for like six months, right? Yes. So um, what happened was I was in law school. I'm in my fourth year. Mm. And this is a time where I'm about to write my final exams. Then I got invited to an event and then um, somebody mistakenly pushed Imbaula, you know, Imbaula. The, the black thing. Yeah, the black pot. Yes. I'm trying to think of Imbaula, which, which one is it? So this black thing, it has holes. They usually and then put it you outside. You see the fire fireplace? Yeah. But in, in like, his car. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a traditional yeah. sense, yeah. right? So somebody mistakenly pushed that thing at me, right? Um, it fell on my legs and I collapsed, right? Mm. I wake up, I'm wrapped around in bandages. I'm in hospital. I'm supposed to write final exams of my LLB. I have interviews for articles. Mm. I hadn't secured articles. I have interviews for articles. And um, so at that time, now I'm stressed out because I'm like, What's going to happen? Like, what's going on? Mm. And the doctor says to me, and unfortunately, you may never walk again or you will limp for the rest of your life. From burning? Yes. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know, I have this huge scar. Like, it was crazy. Sure. Um, so then she says to me, I may never walk again. I need to do physio. I remember I got home. I cried so much because I was like, God... Number one, I like I didn't deserve that. Like Kimoto Sharp, mm -hmm. you know, number mm -hmm. one. And number two, if I'm meant to not walk again, what must happen now? Like must I then drop out of school? Mm. How am I supposed to do this? You know, every single morning I would wake up and cry and pray and go to school. I remember my students, I was tutoring at UJ, my students would always say, Why don't you just stay at home? I remember people would say, just take a gap here. But I had an option of choosing to stay at home, stay in pain, nest the pain. But I felt like for me, it was a turning point of being taught of courage because I forced myself in pain. I'd go to school. Um, and then my doctor was even shocked. You know, I think for me, my faith was stretched there because I had to go back to God. I think also that was a returning point for me mm. because I grew up in a Christian home, yeah. but I think that season of my life, it tightened my relationship with God because that point was, God was the only person I could rely yeah, on. He was else. the only person that could reverse because now a doctor has told me that, listen, I could help you. These bands are probably going to be okay eventually, but the best I can do for you, maybe you're going to limp. Or you may not walk because literally I couldn't bend my leg. Mm. So, you know, getting bent by your knees and now your 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 knees or your lower body carries your whole body. Yeah, so now sure. I can't. So every morning I would, I would cry for six months straight, right? And then eventually I got better. And then now I had to cancel out all my interviews. Mm. It meant I'm going to be unemployed, right? So, and then fast forward, I'm unemployed. I'm searching for articles. 
I'm nesting my legs. And right now also, like so much money, I'm spending so much. I couldn't even take a taxi. I had to be in Ubers. Like yeah. it was such an admin, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and then um, fast forward, um, I get to my LLB done with that. Then I enroll for my master's. And then while I'm enrolling for my master's, um, search for articles, search for articles. Finally, I get interviews, right? So when I get interviews, something dawns on me to say, actually, had I not been banned, I was not going to get my master's because mm. I was probably going to get a job mm. right after. Mm. And then also with the process of finding articles and struggling to find articles, hence Employment Wednesdays, I was not going to be able to go on YouTube and educate other people, other people and yeah. be like, hey, guys, if you want to find a job, this is what's up, or this is where you look for jobs. I was yeah. not going to be able to do that. And again, my relationship with God would yeah. have been lukewarm, yeah. right? Sure. And then another one is a recent one, right? So do my master's and then I pray for a job. I think my whole existence, I've never prayed for a job like that. And then the year I get interviewed, that was 2020, they tell me that, hey, listen, we're going to call you when we move to bigger offices. Mm. But we know that in South Africa, when a person says that, they basically say no. They say no, not you know? yeah, yeah. But also, I stayed in faith, forgot about them. Then in 2021, they actually called me, hey, Yvonne, are you still available? Do you want to come do your articles with us? So I had already started articles at a law firm elsewhere. Then I ditched that other law firm because I knew that I'd been praying for this thing for mm -hmm. such a long time get them, do my articles, and then meet articles. I also reach um, a career crisis type of thing where I'm like, do I even want to be here? Do I want to be in practice? But also, that doesn't, like, I'm in a happy place. I'm in a happy environment. Everything is good. I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job well. So, and then um, retention time, right? So when you do articles, you have to be returned as an yeah. associate and stuff. And um, so everybody at the office was shocked that day. They're like, yeah, we know they're going to retain you. Like, your bosses like you and stuff like that. I'm likable. Mm. Like, no one cannot like me, yeah. right? Get in the boardroom. Uh, my director tells me, he's like, um, hey, um, we're not going to return you. And in normal circumstances, I would have fought. I, I can negotiate myself yeah. out of anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm that girl, right? Um but a voice in me said, the season is is, is done. Sure, let it go. Yeah. You, you can't fight to stay in a season because you are going to miss your blessings. And, okay, so I said to my boss, oh, okay. And then he kept on insisting, are you sure you don't want to say anything? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. Thank you for the opportunity. And I think you asked me the whole question, don't you want to say something, like five times. Sure. Because I even felt like probably the Holy Spirit was speaking on my behalf because I kept on saying, no, I'm good. So then thereafter, moved on. Then I got a new job where I work, I work right now, right? And after I literally had interviewed in December, right? I had interviewed in December. Then they said they wouldn't take me because they wanted somebody immediately. And I was still finishing up my articles. Mm. I had until April. So in January, they tell me that, hey, listen, we're not going to return you. So you have to start looking for a job. And then uh, in March... I get a call from my company that had interviewed me in December to say, hey, Yvonne, are you still kin? You know, we still would like to hire you and stuff like that, right? And I was like, yes, I'm kin. And then also, to top it up, I get hired in a department of something that I'm passionate of oh, as a hobby. Yeah, sure. You know, it's like sure. I'm passionate about employment laws, career development. But now I get to do it from a very formal perspective, yeah. right? And just besides that, um, I realized that after that season, a lot of doors opened for me in yeah. ways that I can't explain. Yeah. You know, the other day I even wanted to post a joke that 
you know, I'm tempted to send my previous boss an email and say, you know, thank you thank for you firing for, yeah. me. Thank you, you know? for letting me go. <laughs> yeah. It like it 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 feels like um, it just fell into place. Yeah. You know, and and sometimes we want to overstay our welcome. Yeah in a season but when god says move trust he knows that he's doing what he's doing you know move Move. if you like just don't overstay you know and Mm -hmm. i know sometimes it's hard because one of the biggest questions i had i was like god i prayed for this job yeah i fasted for this job Mm -hmm. and you gave me this job and the only thing i could hear one god says to me you're walking into the best season of your life and that was a very weird statement yeah you know because i'm like which best season i don't have a job right yeah. now i'm unemployed and then again it took me back to a, a place whereby once a prayer is answered right you need to open room for more blessings you yeah. can't hold on to the to former that one thing yeah you can't hold on to i prayed for this before yeah. then i need to stay in it yeah. new prayers new blessings and stuff so sure. yeah that's incredible yeah. Tavi, i'm Thank gonna you. bring the same question to you what what in your life have you realized that oh it was painful, but what a blessing. Phew. I think for me, it will st- It will always go back to my family. Mm. Um, so I think I want to take you guys back to a time where I started tertiary. So I didn't start in Pretoria. I started mm. in the Northwest. Because I was struggling so much with mathematics, it was so hard for me because my dad had to find... What do you call this? I think it's edu loan, mm. where he would have to pay like every month. And maths was the most expensive subject. Mm. And it really killed me that I'm not passing the subject, mm. you know. But I remember my mom's words when she said that, my child, you know that I didn't get far. I wish I could help you, but the best thing you can do for yourself now is to do the best that you can. Go out there, find help. Yeah. Find someone to help you and run with it. Yeah. And do the best. And that changed everything for me because I was like, Mm-mm. if I'm not going to change this situation, no one will. Yeah. And also, I was carrying the load of my siblings. Because yeah. what, what used to happen, my siblings, even when I was in university, they would call me mm. and ask for things. I'll be like, how... I don't stay with you guys. Mm. Mom and dad are there. Why aren't you asking for things <laughs> like, like from how, them? Yeah. You know, but I understood. I, I twisted it and said, okay, it means they see something in me. They know sure. that um, I can help them, yeah. you know, and they believe so much in me. And that inspired me to just push, push. myself sure. even further, you know. So I left Unibo and went to TUT. <laughs> I'm telling you, I went to TUT a week before close of registration. Mm. I went there. I, okay, I sent up an application before. And then when I went there, I was hoping that they've accepted me. When I get to the door, my name is on the rejected list. Sure. And it was around lunchtime. Because, you know, in the morning, you'll stand in the queue. By the time you get to the door, they're on lunch break. And I saw that. I'm like, but how? Mm. Because I did all my third year modules. I did computer science in Mm. Northwest University. Mm. And I'm like, there's no way. I need to be credited for most of my subjects. I waited. Some ladies were like, even a few guys, they were like, no, we're going to find another, you know, institution because they rejected us. I'm like, I'm not going to give up. Mm. I waited and... Eventually, I got to ask to meet with the head of 
the ICT department. Mm-hmm. I sat with her. Those guys were chilling there eating. And I was so hungry at the time. <laughs> <laughs> they were chilling there eating. And I was like, it's fine. I'm not going to leave until I get what I'm here yeah. for. And I knew that I needed to not prove necessarily to my parents, but to prove to myself that, no, you are not a failure. Yeah. You you just maybe didn't do well in, in maths yeah. because you, put, you didn't put much effort. But another thing, I loved computer science, but I was doing basics of everything, like your C++, your JavaScript. So I, I needed to specialize in something. Yeah. And when I figured it out, I'm like, I'm out. So when... The head of um, ICT looked at my transcripts, everything. I got credited all my first year subjects. Mm. Only one subject that I didn't do at Unibo. Yeah. I had to like do. Do there, yeah. And I was already on second year. Sure. If I had left, yeah. <laughs> you know, it means I was, I, I could have missed out on, so many, the, you yeah. know, a greatest opportunity for me because Things went great for me after that. I even got to be a tutor. That was that's sure. the first university. You guys are like jobs. <laughs> smart, smart. You just come out and send all of that. <laughs> you know, I started sending money yeah. to my mom sure. at second year, third sure. year. Like I was sending money home, you know. Well then I wish I had saved it first. You don't understand the saving yeah. part, but it's fine. Yeah. But I'm so I'm so grateful. I think that was it for me and and I'm glad that everything took the greatest turn yeah you know I I took this situation that was hurtful that was you know not nice because at the time you know you think of the amount of money your parents yeah Yeah. you know it and it's so sad because you like am I not doing anything better with my life like should I just stop what I'm doing and then I went to TUT fast forward I got a I got a buzzery the buzzery paid off all my university fees I even got change and I was like to my family here's the money (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) still I wish I saved at the time (laughs) I think it's incredible how we think like we want to hold on to spaces and places just because in a certain season it felt right and mm. it's just like god just like dude i see what's on the other <laughs> side I just, I just need you to come on board <gasps> tabby what do you know for sure about yourself right now that and i ask this because like i like I, I i do a lot of reflecting and i reflect a lot on my childhood and a lot of things where I doubted myself and I wished I changed this and I tried to fit in here. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I know for sure that I'm this person and and, yeah. and this is my gift and da 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 da. So for you, what do you know for sure about you? I think the first thing I am now more self-aware. Mm. I think before it was the hardest thing for me. I always put other people before me. Sure. And uh, obviously I'll share something recent that happened. Um, I got divorced and I remember my ex-husband asking me this question, like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, if this one thing that I'm really, really sure about now, it's this. Sure. I choose me. Wow. And to me, that was me realizing that 
you have been, you know, giving yourself, giving so much to others, but not giving to yourself. To you. yeah. And it was, it felt so good sure. that I could choose myself. Sure. And I mean, even with family, I think in my family, I happen to be that one person they come to. Yeah. Like I, I said this the other day that, well, a few months ago when I was going through, you know, difficult times, I was like, even the strongest break. And for me saying that is because you don't even know because you are the strong, you're you are the caring everyone. You're caring everyone. It's like when you're going through the most, who do you run to? <laughs> yeah. Who do you ask for help? Who do you speak to? But I think honestly being self-aware and yeah. being really sure of the person that I am. Yeah. And and I know that I'm God's perfect creation. Perfect creation. Like I can do anything. Yeah. I'm capable of just achieving anything. Yeah. And I've achieved so much. And, and I, so I have this, I call it my famous quote, and it says, I have seen what hard work can do, and I know what more it can and will do. So as the year progresses, I said, I have seen what God can do, yeah. and I know what more he can sure. and will do. Sure. And that's what I'm seeing with my life. Wow. And he's still doing, doing more. Yeah, yeah. I There's so that. much coming in and I'm, I'm like, God, I'm ready. Keep doing. Yeah. I love ready. that. I love that. At first, like, I think we all go through this phase where it's just like hard work, hard work. And hard work is very important. Sure. Hard work is important. I vouch for it. But then I think we all get to a point where you just like, man, like I can do stuff, right? I can show up. But as soon as God, like, as soon as you like let mm -hmm. go and God starts doing his thing, it's just like, yeah. it doesn't even compare. And I think when we allow God to step in, and I was talking to Michelle about this, like, it's almost like things become easier. Like, you don't have to think sure. about, like, everything. Mm, sure. Ivana, I want to ask you, was there a point in your life where you didn't see your worth? Like, you just, like... Yo, like there's just no worth to you. And I, and I, and I ask this because I think we sometimes look at other people and sure. think, why can't I be like this person? Like they, they, and it's not that you want their life per mm -hmm. se, but you just like, they've got it together. They know who they are. Like, why can't I see that for myself? Sure. And if so, how have you gotten to a place where now you're comfortable in your own skin? Um, I would say, you know, in high school, yeah, um, when you're dark skinned, yeah. you're not pretty enough. Mm. Like you're labeled as bare minimum backseat, you mm. know? So um, so for me, being a, stuck, a dark skinned girl, like funny enough, I was watching um, your interview with Vongai and them. Yeah. And I was laughing so hard when I thought about how, like in Zim, it's not a thing whereby you're dark, you're light. Yeah, it's just. You're pretty. It's like you're pretty, you're pretty, yeah. right? So in high school, I experienced issues whereby I was often labeled as the less pretty one because i was dark-skinned so to a certain extent it made me question my sense of beauty it made me question if i'm pretty enough if mm. i'm valid or if i'm enough mm. so at the time my coping mechanism was being an a student so if sure. you're gonna say i'm ugly sweetie, you know, I'm, a pass. I'm number one, I'm number one. <laughs> you're gonna come and ask for answers from me <laughs> yeah you know yeah. so uh my, my coping mechanism became okay i've always been doing so well in my studies but it became a driving force to say, okay, if they're not going to see me for my looks, they're going to hear about me for my academics and oh. stuff like that, right? 
but also as time went on, you know, you'd, you'd meet people that actually compliment you, you know, oh my God, you've got a beautiful body. Oh my God, you've got a beautiful smile. Oh my God, you've got beautiful eyes. And then you realize that, you know, as kids, yeah, sometimes it's deliberate and sometimes it's unconscious, yes, you know, whereby you, you make sure, yeah. other kids feel less, yeah. right? Then it got to a point where I'm like, you know what, I'm enough, you know, mm -hmm. and um, just because Mpumi is in the room and she's pretty doesn't mm. make me less pretty. Mm. I can be my pretty she and pretty. she can be her pretty, you know. And also for me, you know, um, another turning point was me understanding that I am beautifully and wonderfully and fearfully made, yeah. you know. And I came to understand that um, God created me the way he created me for a specific, a specific purpose, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I can't sit here and want to be Ntabi because mm -hmm. that's an insult to God's work, sure. you know. And I started, like, just realizing that, you know what, I am, like, I am beautiful, yeah. you know. Um, I'm God's pal. I'm mm -hmm. God's chosen one. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm perfectly made in his image. Yeah. If he saw it fit to make me dark-skinned, yeah. he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He knew why he did it that way, you yeah. know, so... Yeah, it was that. But generally, I've always been um, quite a confident child. Yeah. You know, um, my, my dad, my parents, actually, particularly my dad, has always been one person to tell me that there will never be another you mm, and you will never you. get another moment yeah. in your life. Yeah. Right. So if you walk around thinking of what other people think, or what other people are saying about you, you're wasting your time. And yeah. The sad reality is that you can't get back that time. Yeah. You know, and I think also as my relationship with God evolved, I became better at seeing myself. Yeah. I started seeing God from a very soft place. Yeah. And I started seeing myself in a softer place I as well. That. I started seeing God from a very soft place. Yeah. And I want to add on to the question for you, is is confidence and, and worth something that is just like natural like i realized who i am and this is just who i am or is it something you constantly continue to to work on because i know i have to constantly remind myself that like <laughs> i think it's, it's it's a work in progress so yeah. i always tell people because i a lot of people be like oh my god you're so confident mm. oh my god there's that but i feel like it's, it's a work in progress yeah. because you see right now I'd, I'd like you wouldn't know right but um you are like my opera winfrey girl child like <laughs> i'm just gonna put it out there so for me this moment yeah. you this is me seated with mama o. Yeah. like you know how you love mama o. yeah so it's like i don't get familiar so one of the things mm -hmm. that my mom has taught me never to get familiar with spaces sure so when you're not familiar you don't relax sure. you constantly work at sure. getting better sure. so i always tell myself yes i speak well but i must go read yeah because your grammar can get lost yeah. along the way yeah i can tell myself i'm confident but i must constantly check work myself that, yeah you know i love what you said earlier when you're talking about how you constantly reflect yeah i'm also a body of reflecting yeah. ask myself why did I say the thing mm. that I said the way I said it? Mm. Where is it stemming from? Mm. So it's, it's a work in progress. I don't think people are born confident. Yeah. It's the circumstances that we find ourselves in yeah. and the constant trial and error, yeah. you know. Yeah. And sometimes we think we're not confident, but when 
you use a different perspective or a different lens, you realize that you actually are confident. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes you realizing it. That, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I think it, it also goes back to the thing of, like, I when you talk about the perspective and the lens thing, it's like, I look at certain things and in the moment, I think you probably felt like you're not enough or you're not good enough. Sure. And then you look back, like you reflect and then you're yeah. just like, oh no, girl, you were like, you were, you were amazing. Yeah. It, 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 I think it just really matters which lens and perspective yeah. you look from. I want to know, uh, how did you find wisdom and wellness? I'm going to ask both of you this question. How did you, how did you find wisdom and wellness? And I was shy of asking this question, but I figured because, um, I mean, the, our community asked me to do this. It's important. How did you find wisdom and wellness and how has it changed or impacted mm. your life? Where do I start? That is so bad. <laughs> I've got a list. <laughs> well, obviously, it first started with first things first. Your YouTube video. Yeah. Me discovering you. How did you That's find that? How did you find it? Just because I had a YouTube, but I didn't even know what I was doing on YouTube. Ah. My YouTube was for programming and all of that. Okay. And I happened to see this amazing woman sharing <laughs> scriptures because the first thing i saw you holding a bible sitting there yeah. down on the floor and was like <laughs> let me listen <laughs> and that's where it all started i started following you and everything changed <laughs> so wow wisdom and wellness sure it, it, i'm so grateful that i got to be a part of it from the from beginning the, yeah and they won baby like, <laughs> listen yeah and that to me is just so inspirational because obviously seeing it so big and we are here yeah. by the way thank you so much <laughs> this is like <laughs> like i'm so pinching myself <laughs> you know so wisdom and wellness changed so much in my life and i think let me start by saying so there was a time where i worked for a specific company where I was really tired of, of that company. Mm. You know, I resigned before literally resigning. Sure. I was a mess um, until my doctor said, I've got symptoms of stroke mm. because I wasn't sleeping enough. I was overworking myself. Mm. And at the time I was running my design business mm. on the side. Mm. So this was my routine. In the morning, I wake up at five, drink, a bottle of energy drink. Kafeif. Kafeif. I can miracle. Yeah. I know. Yes. I'm already getting hot palpitations. <laughs> exactly. It's like you haven't even squeezed. <laughs> Listen, sure. I could literally buy like six pack of it just to eat fridge, you know. Sure. Um, so my routine was that. Five o'clock, get ready, then go to work. Lunchtime, I take my laptop, I find... There was this sandwich shop. I would sit there, go through my emails, mm. my company emails. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I would just, you know, go out and just see what's happening. Because at the time also I was just introducing myself to this content space mm. and seeing how I can, you know, build my portfolio or my personal brand mm. through social media. So later on, when my doctor told me that I had symptoms of stroke, that's when I realized that, mm-mm. Things have got to change. Mm. But before then, I didn't know how to do it. I was building a home at the time. Mm. And I'm like, if building I resign, yes. yes. If I resign, 
how am I going to pay that house? How am I going to finish building? How am I going to survive or sustain myself? It means I was either going to stay with then boyfriend mm -hmm. or go back home. Mm. You know, what was going to happen? So when I watched your video and when you spoke about how you started from, you know, your mobile salon yeah. but before that you did cleaning as did well cleaning, yeah. you know when you when you spoke about those things and i started realizing that but wh why are you complaining sure like what makes you think that leaving that job will not uh, or, or will be the end of you sure you know but then your video and the doctor combined really helped me discover that mm -mm, girl it's time to go sure and not only did you help me realize that I needed to let go of that, but you helped me to rebuild my connection with God because sure. my relationship with God was was in shambles. It was it was thick to a point where sometimes you would question God, like, yeah. but God, why, why me? Why my family? Why I was angry at my dad at the time as mm -hmm. well because I was like. How do you work in a government for so many years? You can get a subsidy house, mm. all of that. Why us? Why, why am I? Why should I be the one, you know, doing all of this? Sure. I can't even buy myself a first car yet because yeah. I firstly need to do this. Because yeah. I swore to myself that I'll never have a car while we stay in a shack. In a shack, yeah. moto in front of the shack, <laughs> like makes sense. Yeah, I might as well sleep in it, mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? so I was like. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So you really helped me to change all of that. Sure. And you you speak so much about excellence and we see it in you. Yeah. And that has also helped me to reshape or, you know, refocus mm. my life because I was just all over the place. I mean, I'm still fixing some of those things. I'm yeah. like, no, you really need to have a direction. Yeah. You know, when a person comes to you and says, who are you? Yeah. What, you're, what are you about? Yeah. You know, be clear about, be clear it. about it. So yeah. that's something that I constantly worked on. And you really kept me on my toes. Sure. You know, you behind us before you before I even met you, because you were doing all of that behind the scene. I was looking at the screen and not realizing that you're doing amazing. My family know, they know you. Yeah. I'm like, who is this Mbumi? My <laughs> sister now, I pushed them like, you are going to follow her, but I'm not going to choose for you to, I'm, I'm not going to choose for you, but I know how she helped me to become a better person. Yeah. If you see something, take it. Yeah. You might not see everything. Yeah. Take, take that one thing yeah. and run with it. So yeah, sure. Uh. And fast forward now, you've started. You run your business. I run my business. Built your parents a, a house. Listen, let me share okay, this. Okay, share it. Let me you, you share it. <laughs> let me share this. So this one time, because it's been like three years since it's like fully like yeah. furnished and and all of that. I remember this one time calling my mom, mom. So what's happening for Christmas? Are you visiting your grandparents' house? Yeah. What's happening? She's like, no, I'm not going anyway. I'll be in my house. In my house. <laughs> I need to clean my house. I'm like, how? That You'll be so cleaning. Beautiful. It's Christmas. It's yeah. Christmas season. I know. Sure. Because this is something that really my mom wanted. Mm. And she didn't ask much from us. Mm. You know, she didn't say, my child, 
I need this amazing house. Mm -hmm. I decided to build a 10 bedroom house for them. And they were like, sure. My, some of the family members are asking, but like, it's just the two of them. All of you guys are gone. I'm like, but we didn't have that. We didn't have it. Now, when we go home, we didn't even have visitors. Sure. Now I can just say, guys, you know, come to, you know, let's, let's have Christmas at my house. Sure. You know, I'll host this year. And it's just amazing. There's room for everyone, Sure. you know, and we can share a meal together. It's so beautiful because it's like, we were just that family that didn't have relatives. Mm. That's how it looked like Mm. in the neighborhood because they're like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Now you touch a wall, girl. You built a wall. You built sis has got a car. Sis, sis, <laughs> sis winning team. Sis has got a car. <laughs> sis has built a home. Sis is running her own business. Tell me about it. Sure. Like it, it's just God, and I'm just. This is all Him, and I'm so grateful. And all I want to say is that to someone who who's wondering, like, will I ever get to that situation where things are great for me? Trust the process. Mm. You know, um, Mag Todd said, see it. Like, saw it before you see it. Yeah. Make sure that you do the work now. Yeah. Do the best that you can now. Don't worry about, love that shack that you live in. Yeah. Enjoy it, appreciate it, be grateful for it. Because someone is under a bridge somewhere. Yeah. They don't have shelter at yeah. all. Be grateful because if it wasn't for that, sure. you know, you wouldn't be somewhere. And sure. yeah. Wow. Yvonne, how did you find uh, wisdom and wellness and how has it changed your life or progressed your life? So I first, um, so I found you and Brandon via a friend of mine who was obsessed with watching couples. (laughs) I remember, (laughs) I remember when third year she was watching you guys and like, why are you watching couples? Like, do you have problems? Like food? Like, I don't understand the whole couple relationship channels. I didn't get it. Yeah. So then she's like, no, try and pull me, you know. And then she couldn't convince me. Then she said to me, no, friend, she has these sessions. I think you guys used to do two minutes of something. I don't know if it was two minutes or five minutes. What is it called? But it was very explicit or something, something like, like that. Yes, two yes. minutes Tuesday. Something then like she's that. like, if you don't want to watch the long ones, yeah. start with the short ones. I binged on the short ones. I'm like, I want some more tea. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? Then I remember, I think the video that actually made me stay, you guys were going to Durban. I think you were pregnant with Nuri or something. Yeah. Or it was, but I know it was a trip to Durban yeah. with Brendan. I don't know if it was your first trip together or something. And then I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then you guys were just vlogging and stuff. I'm like, actually, Lava, things over follow. <laughs> then I, I started watching all of your YouTube videos, right? And then I'd occasionally watch, like I would save them, then binge. And then um, I think when you, on in 20, like three years ago, when you posted on uh, Twitter about the, was it, I don't know if you did do it October 1st. Speak Life September 1st. Was it Speak Life yeah. September 1st? Yes. So when you spoke about Speak Life September, when it was just free, no costings yeah. or anything <laughs> like that, I was like, what is it? I actually like challenges, yeah. you know, like yeah. I get bored when there's nothing to look forward to. Like I love the idea of seeing if we do this, what, how's it going to end? Yeah, like for 30 days, like what's happening? Yeah, 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 Am I going to have lean arms yeah, and stuff like yeah. that? So I hopped on to that, right? Started following you. And I think for me, uh, within that year and, and a half of following you, what I loved is that you didn't just speak excellence or whatever, but you represented, I think I even did a YouTube video stating how, even from your journals, yeah. you can tell that there's a transition yeah. because 
I'm going to say, let's grow and I'm going to show you how we're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, you're not just saying, yeah, John 3 verse 16, yeah. you know, but you are like leaving that life, right? So I saw you progress and I love the idea that we get to do it all together. Yeah. You know, um, we get to like, even sometimes when you post, like, like I, I see most of your stories, right? When you post, you're like, I didn't feel like doing this today. I'm like, oh, so Mpumi also feels like this. Yeah. Okay. This it's no okay problem. for me. <laughs> it's okay for me to feel down and out. It's yeah. fine. I'll push myself to go to the gym. I'll push myself to eat right and stuff like that. And I think for me also what touched me is how you have been so vulnerable about your journey. Yeah. Um, in ways I I don't know about other people, but it touched me so much because I remember this one time you shared how, like I've seen you, you've been an extremist. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. been like, let's go hard. And I remember at some point you got sick, right? I think there was some, you were on no meat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then you you were not well. And when you came back to explain that, I'm like, this person has like literally fully involved us in her life yeah. and in not just involving us, but also teaching us. You know, yeah. some people are selfish that mm. they will learn that something makes you sick and they'll keep it to themselves, yeah. Yeah. you know. But you have said, guys, you know what, we've previously done this, but it's not working. It's not healthy. Let's try Let's this try new method. Yeah. And for me, that is beautiful. It's very authentic. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, okay. We'll do things great, but if they don't work anymore, I'll come back and tell you guys that, mm -hmm. hey, listen, I know we're doing 20 kilometers, but I've done research. 20 kilometers <laughs> is not good not for you. Let's do five kilometers. Yeah, let's try different <laughs> yeah. You know, so I've loved that about your journey. And to speak about wisdom and wellness, I love that um, it has changed my life greatly. Yeah. Like, it has changed my life in ways I can't explain. So there's this joke, like it's an inside joke, but yeah, best friend, I'm boom. Because like, that's how much... You know, and um, every time, because they know how much I, I, I like you, like yeah. besides liking you, but I like how you've carried yourself and you've proven that humanity is a work of God's mm -hmm. art. Sure. In that you haven't tried to make your life perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, there's times where I'm like, okay, you didn't have to share this, but you actually share yourself yeah. like that, yeah. you know. And it, it's so beautiful to watch. It's so beautiful to experience. You've changed my journey in terms of confidence. When I say confidence is a work of progress, I've seen you progress. Yeah. I've seen you become, I don't think you would have worn this suit. You would have been wearing gray. Look like this room. Yeah, you would wearing white, nude, you know, but to actually see you, evolve and yeah. become and see seasons for what they are yeah. whether you're changing you've allowed yourself to be for me that has been so life-changing for me as well because also I'm quite a, a harsh person to self you know I'm I'm, I'm very selfless yeah. I do beyond and above for everybody else but sometimes I'm very like I give myself a lot of hiding yes, yeah. and I think wisdom and wellness has taught me to love myself softly it has taught me to nature my relationship with God. Mm. It has taught me that certain things will work, certain things won't work. And, and it's okay. Yeah, and it's, it's okay. Right. You know, it's yeah. okay to not be okay. Yeah. You know, it has taught me to honor my feelings. You yeah. know, if, if I'm sad, I ought to be, be sad. sad. If I want to cry, I can cry. And I think more than anything, it has helped me, like, reach um, many people like Ntabi. Okay, I met Ntabi before wisdom like okay we didn't know that we both follow wisdom and wellness but i think also i've gained a sister from her because we started like we we became close because oh my god you're also doing um speak yeah. life september yeah. oh my god you're going to the smoothies and pilates yeah oh my god it's great to see you so 
I've also gained sisters and uh, my faith is strengthened. And I mean, in all of this, I've been able to speak life. Like, I think the biggest thing, actually, yeah. Bangu is going to speak life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But if you're going to lose anything, because she's going to tell you how you must speak life to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, you've taught me to speak words in my life. If anything um, that I'm sure of when I'm down and out, I can speak words of power and change my life. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't have to bring out this. Sometimes it's just me waking up in the morning and saying, you can do this yeah. and you will do this yeah. and you're going to do it well yeah. and just That's show it. up. So you've told me a great deal of the power of words, the power of showing up for yourself. You know, sure. wow. I don't know any other person who shows up for herself, sure. even if she's a mess, even if she's her best self, you know, like, yeah. Sure. Wow. And you touched on something which was going to be like my last question about um, the community aspect. And I think you both can answer this. How have you guys made the most out of the of the community aspect? And and, and for me, it was important to create this community because I feel like I needed the sure. community. Like I've always felt like I've had people and friends, but to a certain extent, I've always felt like alone sure. and with wisdom and wellness, like it's other alone people like me, <laughs> and we all and then we all come we together, all just come together, and we all want to do the same thing. Sure. So I don't have to convince everybody around me. Yeah. Um, but how have you guys best made the best use of the community aspect of wisdom and wellness? Phew. I think for me, I'll start with the fact that it has really showed me that you know what we can come come as one and with our different situations, with any challenge in life. But if we come as one, like we can fight it all together. We can be vulnerable together. I mean, it it doesn't matter how big your problem is, but the minute, like it's a safe space for us. And for me, I I feel like I've gained a sister in you. A friend is, it's another word. You know, a sister. And I've, I've, I've got to build you know relationship with more sisters yeah. i mean we we engage on yeah. deeper level yeah. we, we talk we even had a podcast this one time together mm-hmm. and i think for me also is how we become family yeah you know and and it's so beautiful and i think it's something that you can never take away. Yeah. Whether the challenge is done or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, it's you like solidified. Still, yeah. Yes, yeah. you still have that. And also it 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 taught the community teaches you to also be independent. Yeah. Because some people rely so much and okay, if Mpumi posts that she did her run or walk today, then I'm gonna push myself. Yeah. But learning that you have to actually do it and you're not just doing it for you, you're doing it for the team. For if the you team, fail, yeah. the whole team fails. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that, that's how I look at it. And yeah. For you? Um, it's, it's very similar to her, but for me, one of like the biggest things, it's, it's the love and the energy there. I've realized that there's this thing we do. I don't know if it's just me, <laughs> but when people spot you in the comments, they yeah. actually follow you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, not to just raise numbers, but I find it really cute Mm -hmm. because sometimes like I comment on something on wisdom and wellness, right? Maybe like 10 people like the comments. And then when I open my Instagram, I've got so many followers. I'm like, where are these people coming from? And then when I check, I actually say, oh, okay, it stems from this comment. Mm -hmm. So 
the love and the support and like it's 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 just heartwarming because yeah. you also see how you've got cheerleaders. Yes. So for me it feels like I could be up the stage and then I've got these cheerleaders that are like you go. We got girl. You, girl. <laughs> you yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like another turning point. I remember when I got admitted, I mean, okay, Ntabi, like we have some sort of relationship right yeah. and i feel like you and i were probably establishing a relationship yeah. as well right but there were certain people from the wisdom and wellness community sure. that reposted my wow. photo and then i'm like remember gail yeah like i'm like what yeah you know yeah but uh it's so beautiful man mm. having people that are saying listen may not sometimes we can't do things together right yeah. i may not be there with you I, I may not be able to do it with you but i'm i'm standing in the gap yes, i'm praying for you I see i'm you. rooting for you yeah. i see you yeah. and whenever you run back or whenever you're falling i'll probably be here to catch, catch you. you and celebrate mm -hmm. you for me i think this yeah. year has been so mind-blowing i realized how like at first i thought it's like i'm, I'm it's like my wisdom and wellness but i realized that if I die, wisdom and wellness continues. Like, sure. It's not just about me, yes. but it's other people who like, it's like, I feel like you guys treat it like it's your, your sure. own thing. And it makes it like so much worth it. Like on a day, like there was a day where I, I, I think I didn't run. I can't remember. It was something was happening, but I didn't mm -hmm. go. But I saw you guys like sharing and I'm just like, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Things continue. Yeah. Okay. In short, um, what is this season of your life called? Peace. Peace. Oh, it's peace for me. Sure. Peace. With so much that I, I've been through this past year, like mm. peace. Peace. Not fighting to be valid, not fighting to, to be, to feel like you're worthy, mm. you know, but understanding that you are at peace with God and you're enough as you are. Sure. You don't need to change the person that you are to suit other people's needs. You need to be true to yourself. You know, I believe that when you are in a room, maybe in a shower, for example, naked, taking a shower, it's you and the shower and God. Yeah. You know the truth. You know, you the know the tr your truth. Mm. So I find peace in, in being true to myself and my values and doing right by others. You know, the word that says do good unto others mm. for, for whatever you want to see mm. in your life, mm. do it yeah. and let it go. Yeah. After that, just detach yourself. Yeah. And that's how this season looks like to me. Peace. Peace. Love it. Um, I think for me, it's a reaping and alignment. Sure. Reaping and alignment. Yeah. I feel like every single thing that I've always wondered about my life is coming into fullness. Wow. Mm. I'm literally on aha moment. Sure. Like, I'm just like, oh, God, really? Oh, I get it. Mm. I get why I didn't get this. I get why I had to go to so-and-so. I get why certain things didn't happen the way they sure. did so it's just ripping and reaping and alignment i said the other day seeds don't die yeah they mm. don't seeds don't die good or bad seeds don't die sure wall of wisdom quote of verse you live by <sighs> for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord yeah jeremiah 29 11 yes do it afraid do it afraid okay Oh, deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you're not allowed to mention wisdom and wellness podcast or book that you listen to that you that changed your life that others should listen to or read for me it's still crazy faith crazy faith crazy yeah. faith that book like <laughs> that book is something else i still go back to my notes and go wow okay i see i see this this crazy faith this wavy faith but everything crazy about faith. that book yeah that's one for me i would say finding me by viola davis yeah 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 it, like it you know i got dismantled you yeah. know when something like you, you got like i got teared apart yeah and okay finish the sentence a wise woman once said but still i rise still i rise maya angelo maya angelo yes hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you, girl. I put so shut Guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for the sisterhood. And thank you for having other people's backs as well. Um, I love you and I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Aww. We love you. I love you too. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>